pitch and everything. So, for those of you who are watching this and there was a little gap in between, um, we had a little bit of technical difficulties on our side, so I apologize. Um, what I was asking is, does anyone feel comfortable enough giving a synopsis of this book? Not a comedy yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, like... It's it basically about these these five girls, the Lisbon girls, who are very sheltered and very um, a mysterious in the community. So, essentially, these boys in the community are, like, obsessed with them and are very enticed by them. By and milkers. the younger one... The milkers. <laughs> and the youngest one kills her, tries to kill herself in the first little bit, and it kind of starts this... Um, obsession and wanting to learn about the Lisbon girls as to why they would do such a thing because this book takes place in like the 1970s Michigan where suicide was very taboo and was like not not a thing that people like really knew about or could really comprehend even especially five beautiful young girls who Mm -hmm. all live in the same house so it's, and then yeah. it basically takes point of view from the boys that are obsessed with them, who never get laid by them, Woo-hoo! which they're very sad by. So they're always like, we like, wish. don't kill yourself. You're too beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It literally starts off with them like it's like 25 years later and they're still talking about them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like it yeah. was yesterday and they're still like one day we'll find out maybe. We'll find out whatever. Because the thing is, is none of them knew them at all, and the mm-hmm. only time I feel like mm-hmm. they like actually started to talk to them was always like indirectly you know yeah so they never had any actual conversation and like one of the boys at one point um tried to talk to lux who was the youngest technically at the time because the youngest 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 died in the very beginning um and she literally was like you don't have to talk to me and he's like uh okay (laughs) but like i want to yeah like i want to but all right cool well, at that time, though, like, when that had happened, it was mm-hmm. right after yeah. the first sister dies, and then everyone's, like, being sympathetic with them, and, like, over, well, not, like, like, over-exaggerating in the way that they might be feeling, or, like, trying to be really sensitive and trying to talk to them. Yeah. So, Which was, like, not necessary. May have been a situation where they would have been, like, they were, like, to talk to me. you don't have to talk to me about my sister, not yeah. necessarily, like, you don't have to talk to me. You don't have to talk to me. Mm-hmm. You don't have to talk to me. But he's like, I want to talk to you. Baby girl. Baby girl. <laughs> Show me the milkers. No. <laughs> we, 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 started the, we uh, started the podcast by saying milkers. A lot. A lot. Yes. Why do I hang out with you? I don't know, honestly. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. I like, like to I like the party. A little bit. Just a little bit. Just a bitty, bitty, little bit. But, all right, let's go through the characters. Yes. Um. So, oh wait, I had it pulled up at one point. I have it pulled up right oh, here. Holly, with her notes, will give us the characters. So, the yes. five Lisbon sisters. You have first the 17-year-old Teresa, 16-year-old Mary, 15-year-old Bonnie, 14-year-old Slut Let, Lux. What? Jeez. Just kidding. Don't no, slut shame Yeah, Holly. don't slut shame Lux. <laughs> just, 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 I'm just, just jealous. Just joking. Just joking. I'm just jealous of her. Milkers. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, Just kidding. And then 13-year-old Cecilia, who is the first one to start the chain of events. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then the two parents. I don't remember the parents' names. I don't even know. They just I don't really think, mentioned. Yeah, I think it's it, just always Mr. Mo- and Mrs. Lisbon. Yeah, because yeah. Mr. Lisbon was a teacher. Mrs. Mm-hmm. Lisbon was a stay-at-home mom. 
Um, and then you have the bitch. boys, Trip Fontaine, who was this heartthrob that we'll get to in a second. <laughs> Too much time in the book. And then I didn't even really say the boys' names that were like Uh-oh. looking at them. They yeah. don't mention them at all. It's like they don't. in the movie, it's Tim, Chase, and other names. Yeah, and, uh, and yeah. other ones. But those are the two like main boys that like are like always like on their telescope. Well, because like, like, it almost seems like the at least from because I haven't watched the movie. I only oh, read I only book. read the book. Mm-hmm. It almost seemed like whoever the was telling the story. It wasn't meant to be just one boy or a couple boys. Mm-hmm. It was almost like they were talking as the whole town in a way. Like, yeah. we yeah. fucked up as a whole because we were just watching and observing all this terrible shit going on. Mm-hmm. Like, and we didn't actually happens. step up and do anything about it. Yeah. I yeah. do love the way the book is written. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like a lot of time I love a book because of the story. And yeah. I love this story, but I love the way that it was written, especially mm. from the perspective of these boys who are like stalkers and yeah, terrifying when up. you think about it, but it's oh, written yeah. in such a like, oh, this is just youthful love. Like, like it's just around them. You know what's funny is I was interesting to hear what your opinion was because about halfway through listening to it, I actually kind of got a little bit of haunted vibes from how it was the story was playing out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this almost seems like something that Chuck probably could have written in a different way. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like... Probably would I, have been a lot more gory. Yeah. 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 But I definitely think that this book is more important than it gives... Than it's talked about. Because I never even heard about the book until you guys brought it up. And uh, definitely had some really important messages as far as, like, don't just stand back when you know some bad shit's going on. Yeah. 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 And it's kind of like, you never know exactly what people are going through because like that's their entire thing is that they're like we still to this day years later are trying to figure out what was going through their mind like what was their process yeah you know and what kind of led them to this conclusion that they were like ah we should just all kill ourselves yeah Mm -hmm. and like what was going on in that house Mm -hmm. yeah like no one knows what was in the house what the Mm -hmm. mom was doing if they literally were just laying in bed for days upon days like no one knows really Definitely seemed a lot like, because um, we don't really know how the youngest daughter decided, or why she decided to kill herself, because it didn't really seem like at that particular point in time, nothing crazy was happening in the household. Like, maybe they had super strict parents always from the start, mm-hmm. but it didn't seem like they were living this horrible, you know, crazy lifestyle, but... When she did decide to kill herself, it just seemed like that domino effect of like, okay, well now no one knows how to speak to these guys. No one knows how to reach out and be like, hey, do you need some help? So Mm -hmm. I feel it was just like that domino effect of like being isolated for so long, having parents who you need advice from not knowing what to do either. So they just felt so alone. So when you... I mean, okay, when you get like, to a point of feeling isolated and alone, mm-hmm. yeah, you yeah. have some th- you yeah. have some dark thoughts. Even the like the Greek chorus of boys who narrate the story, they love them, but in such a way that they've idolized them and almost made them fictional yeah. within yeah. their lives. So yeah. I think it was like in when they all went to the dance. Mm-hmm. And, like, they were all just mm-hmm. so excited to go, they didn't even think about who was taking who. And then in the car, they were shocked that these girls were just talking like normal people. 
And they were like, what yeah. the? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guys are real? They and put I them think... on a pedestal higher than themselves. Yeah. And I think that's also kind of a lot of pressure to live up to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, especially if they knew that that's how people were viewing them. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, like, they definitely, like, at a certain point when they're in high school and everything, and, I mean, they didn't have much contact except for school, and that was it. And so the only stuff they hear is from people in high school, and they can tell, like, at a certain point that everybody just sees them as, like, these, like, mysterious, beautiful girls who all are, like, kind of, like, Rapunzel-style locked away in this tower that nobody can really go and see. Well, and it's interesting because, also, like, they don't become that until... Like, something bad happens, obviously. Yeah. But previous yeah. to that, like, they were just... And previous to Cecilia dying, like, they were just normal girls. Mm-hmm. They were just a normal family, and people just thought they were pretty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They were just, like, a normal, like, Christian family. Yeah. And they definitely, like, the mom was definitely, like, strict and stuff like that, and they weren't allowed to do a lot of stuff. They did have more freedoms, obviously, before Cecilia. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. even then, like, yeah, they just kind of looked at them as kind of like a oh, we can look but can't touch sort of thing. Like, they're, like, here, they're beautiful, doing their vibe. We'll just watch them and observe. What I what I found actually really, like, interesting about the book is the group of boys who are writing the book keep addressing them as, like, a hive mind kind of, right? Like, they're mm-hmm. all the same type of person. Yeah. But then on the flip side, it's actually the opposite. They're so uniquely individual that the hive mind is actually all the boys because they all have the same exact thought process. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was kind of an interesting, like, thing that if you look kind of deeper on the surface was going on with at least the writing style because you don't even know all the boys, but they all act exactly the same. But we all mm-hmm. know that all the girls are uniquely different. Yeah. 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 And they always, like, I like how they kind of describe it in a way where when they're, like, kind of, like, describing the girls individually, you can tell, like, their individual differences. And, like, obviously, you know... One of them is into kind of like, you know, rock and stuff like that. And one of them is more, I mean, Cecilia was kind of like that, like, grungy, trying to be edgy girl in the first place. And you could tell just from the way that she dressed and the way that she did stuff. But they still saw her as like, oh, like, she's kind of a little weirder than them. But, like, they're still all all the same. The same. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they never, like, actually address the differences except for when they're, like, describing their looks and different things like that. Yeah. It is interesting, too, that at least in the book, because like I said, I I didn't watch the movie, so I don't know what's all in there um, or what the big differences are, but when the youngest daughter finally did kill herself, it was almost like everyone was making up their own reason why she did Mm -hmm. instead of, like, trying to talk with the family and figure out maybe if they could understand why. Yeah. And, like, it just... I don't know, it was a weird dynamic, and then when they all died, it was like news reporters always coming and trying to make their own narrative fit for the situation. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is happens in real life all the time, too. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. with well, literally everything. And when it talks about how slowly the news articles became less personal about the girls and more about a generalization, yeah. and mm-hmm. that some people were, like, making up stuff about them that, like, like, Bonnie was really into swimming, and it was like, did the girls even know how to swim? No. Like, kind of like something like, I don't know if that was the exact yeah. thing, but they were like, oh, the one of the girls was really into this, and it was like, the boys were like, what? No, they weren't. I don't even think they were allowed to do that. Like, kind of like that kind of, like, mentality that, like, they became such, 
Like, it's almost like they started, like, becoming less as people, more just objects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And Absolutely. ideals. They're just, like, mm-hmm. an ideal. Like, an yeah. idea. I think... I one of my favorite parts, like one of my favorite quotes, is in the beginning, and it was also in the movie. Mm-hmm. And it was when the first time after Cecilia tried to kill herself, and she's at the doctor, and the doctor literally is like, "Why would a young girl like you with no problems in the world want to do this?" And she like looks at him and is like, "Obviously, you've never been a thirteen-year-old girl." Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Facts. Just assassin that yeah. too. Like <laughs> you. You're in the hospital. You just tried to kill yourself. This doctor's like, why? And you're like... Fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Like, obviously you've never experienced my experiences. Why are you trying to tell me that this isn't something I should be doing? Yeah. Like... Stupid. She got some big balls. Yeah, she did. You gotta admit. She did. She really did. So she definitely did. She jumped off her house onto a fence. Yeah. (laughs) Just like... (laughs) That was wild. I like... Like, the weird descriptions that they kind of give of, like, her before she goes to jump, that Mm -hmm. she, like, punctured a hole in, like, the can of pears, and then, like, (laughs) drank the, like, half of the juice, and then was like, all right. Time to kill myself. (laughs) Time to kill myself. And she just, like, goes and does that while everyone's at the house at a party. At a party. party, Like, a co-ed party to reintroduce her to, to, like, friends. Yeah. When she wasn't even, like, close with them in the beginning. Like, she didn't even know these people all no. that much in the first place. No. So she was just kind of like, obviously they're doing this because they think that I'm some depressed teenager who, like, wants friends and stuff like that. Yeah. But she's like, but obviously that's not what she wanted. No. Especially when, like, they had to literally, like, tape bracelets to her wrists mm-hmm. so people couldn't see her scars. Then- I did think it was super interesting when she goes to her mom and she's like, I want to leave. And her mom's like, no, stay. And then the tape comes undone. And then her mom's like, okay, okay, go up. You're good. Yeah. It's almost like the mom knew. It was just weird because, like, I still don't understand. Like, and, that, and I guess that's a point, right? Like, is we never really understood why the youngest daughter decided to kill herself. But, mm-hmm. I mean, the whole entire problem is the parents, right? Like, I mean, it's... Yeah. I I feel like it's like the community as a whole and the parents, especially after the first time. And then she had a way to like view how people were viewing her after she had like died or like tried to kill herself. Like people weren't viewing her as a person anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that was the weird part for me is I was just trying to understand the, um, Jesus, so fast sometimes. I, uh... (laughs) (laughs) So distracted. Um, I was trying to understand, like, the whole the whole reasoning behind the mom's logic of things. And I think it was just yeah. because she was so devastated that her youngest daughter would kill herself, and she doesn't understand it, that she just immediately went into shell mode. Like, I have to protect my girls. It was something from the outside that did this. Yeah. My good Christian morals would never allow this. And then with that grip just slowly dissolved her other girls into even a deeper hole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cuz they never got help. They never got over her sister no. cuz they weren't ever, they probably never talked about it as a family. And I mean like the mom never even believed the doctor on like what cuz the doctor was like uh you probably shouldn't like create stricter rules yeah. cuz that's just going to make things worse. He literally said 
let them have a little more freedom to do what they want so then they have kind of like that autonomy to just choose what they want Mm -hmm. not just kind of stuck in this singular place but their mom always watching them being like you're doing this wrong blah 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 all this stuff and Mm -hmm. she was like "Mm, i don't think that's right well, I think we see a lot of that, too, here in Utah with our uh, communities Ooh, where, yeah. you know, when those stricter, stricter religious parents really put that pressure on them, you either get two, well, I don't want to say there's only two options, but a lot of the time you see either hardcore rebelling or mm-hmm. lots and lots of mental problems. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Drugs. I guess that counts as rebelling, but yeah, 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 that's true. Because I mean, like, I personally, I grew up in a really strict religious family. At least, my mom kind of loosened the reins um, later on in life when I decided to leave. (laughs) 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 But it, it all got like kind of loosened up when I. But the whole thing that kind of like started her being like, oh was when I had to have a chat with her and be like, you know what? This actually is not what I'm into. And, like, I haven't been. And I've just been kind of, like, vibing over here. And it was such a shock to her that, like, it took a while to, like, kind of, like, process everything. And that's, like, at that point I was like, I'm going to do my thing. We good? And I was like, yeah, okay. And she still, like, to this day will be like, thank you for doing that. Because your siblings would not have had, like, kind of the freedom to express themselves and, like, be able to talk about certain things if you didn't do that, because it changed also a lot of, like, her thought processes, like, on stuff. Because, I mean, I was only allowed to listen to, like, certain music. I couldn't watch a bunch of TV. I usually, like, anything. Um, I couldn't, well, I mean, this is a normal thing. Like, uh, I couldn't, like, have sleepovers or anything, mm-hmm. you know, but that's usually a normal thing for girls, for well, young girls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know. sleepover... Sleeping over, like, another girl's house? Or, like, just, like... A lot of... I had friends that weren't allowed to have sleepovers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wasn't allowed to have a sleepover until I was 15. And even then, uh, my parents needed to talk to their parents two weeks in advance. Yeah. Confirm yeah. everything. Really? Yeah. Mine was mostly, like, there was no... One of the first time I was. <laughs> God damn it, yes. Hell yeah. That was a good one. What's cracking? That's crazy. I didn't know that was a thing. I had my first sleepover in like second grade. Oh yeah, no, I was never allowed. And even if I was allowed, it was the same thing. They had to talk to their parents, and also there was it had to be a friend who had like no brothers or like anything like that. So was this a LDS thing, or is this uh, a being a very young girl thing? Being for my both. family, it was a little bit of both. Most of my, like, LDS friends were, well, I was LDS, but not, like, I was very loosely LDS because my parents were, like, very loosely LDS. Like, we're going to call ourselves LDS and we're going to go to church every three months. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. But, like, we're not going to, like, my parents drank always. (laughs) Like, they didn't ever not do any of those things. Yeah. My dad Mm -hmm. smoked cigarettes and stuff. Like, it was just really not. I don't know why we continued to believe in that community for as long as we did. I I was pretty hardcore for like a few years, but when I had friends like when I because I was not like a very devoted Mormon, a lot of the time I would be invited to sleepovers at my friend's house so that they could take me to church the next day. Mm, and that's a lot of where like a lot of like, but none of my friends like had. No, 
they had brothers, but mm-hmm. my parents were not super worried about it yeah. because they were people that like they had known for a long time. Yeah, because yeah. I definitely had the opposite side of what you were saying. Like, well, I think I had sleepovers from first all the way until it got weird to go sleep over at your friends' houses. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. well now we have sleepovers all the time. They're just I'm gonna pass out on your couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, I can't exactly drive home with the amount of booze in my system, so I'm just gonna sleep on your couch. <laughs> yeah, once I'm sober, I'm outie. Yeah, you may or may not see me. This isn't a shameless plug, um, so don't take it that way, but I actually did an episode of Top Shelfers Podcast yesterday with a gentleman by the name of Cole Cook. Ooh. I'll make this brief, but we talked a lot about how he grew up extremely LDS, his mm-hmm. father was the bishop, he went on his mission, and he openly admitted to the audience, me, and opened up about how even when he was younger, he felt like he was doing it for to appease people and Mm -hmm. you know it was a very good podcast to listen to and it was very uh heartwarming and also tragic to hear like all the things that he sacrificed and felt like he sacrificed to be someone that others felt like he needed to be because he Mm -hmm. was the good boy he was the one that was going to go and do the mission and come back and get the family and become the next bishop and be that guy and he said for however long he can remember he's like like, "Mm -hmm." it wasn't me I was Mm -hmm. never that guy and Mm -hmm. Just another example of it happening a lot, and I think a lot of that is this book in a way is that, you know, we start seeing something and we want to believe it, but we might actually not know the full truth, kind of with Lisbon girls, like, they they all expected them to be a specific way, they all expected them to think a specific way, and it was the complete opposite. Yeah, yeah. Because they just observed they were just kind of like, wow, put them on a pedestal in their mind and just kind of make assumptions based on just kind of like a baseline thing that they could, because they're like, I mean, they can only see so much, you know? Yeah. And like, it's this whole, there was, oh, ooh, I should have brought it. There was this um, poem or something, and it was about observing through a window, but like this guy would like kind of like, his favorite thing to do would be to be walking down the street and being able to see all of these windows kind of like illuminated and stuff like that but like it wasn't in I never saw it as kind of like a creepy like peeping tom sort of way it was more of just kind of like the idea of being able to have like that small little glimpse into somebody's life Mm. just for a short second and it's kind of like that glimpse that nobody really gets in certain aspects because I mean everybody acts completely different when they're alone versus when they're with people and or like in the comfort of their own home rather than outside and like kind of that whole thing and so the like idea to be able to see them in that aspect to him was kind of like the rawest form of like connection in that aspect i also kind of disagree with that i do think it's super creepy because throughout the story None of the boys actually ever tried to get to know them. Yeah. Yeah. None yeah. of them talked yeah. to them. Oh, no. None of them expressed, like, that effort at all. Yeah, yeah. And so, just, like, the need of clearly unwanted, because there's there's no consent, like, hey, yeah. stop by my house tonight. The act of being like, well, mm-hmm. I don't know you, but I love you, so I'm just gonna walk by, look in your window, <laughs> like, see what you're doing. What's going on? Yeah. Well, it's it definitely juvenile. It also makes me wonder, like, how much part the boys 
like actually played on like them choosing to end their lives eventually because yeah um if you knew that a group of young boys were spying into your window every single night and knew Mm -hmm. all these secrets about you because they were literally just watching you all the time and making up rumors about coming into your house through your sewer drain and shit like I can only imagine that that like honestly adds to Mm -hmm. the and the fact that then 25 years later they wrote a A book book about Uh your life yeah very it is very creepy. I will say this yeah, as far yeah. as like the, not the creepy, stocky, observing from a distance type of thing, but the way that they made the girl sound so beautiful and pretty, I, me personally, and I know a lot of my friends, regardless of, you know, attractiveness or not, growing up, we always felt like if a girl was so pretty, they won't give us the time of day because we were so conditioned that we had to be a certain way to even get noticed by that. Mm -hmm. So I almost wonder if part of that is how the guys felt is like, Oh, they're so pretty that even if I were to go over and talk to them, they wouldn't even. Yeah. But the reality is they just want some fucking friends. Yeah. They're like, we just want some, um, actual human connection, not just somebody watching us through our window across the street and Mm -hmm. like talking to us indirectly. I remember talking to a, a girl from high school, well, a girl I went to high school with who was, like, as far as the guys went, she was, like, very pretty. Everyone mm-hmm. thought she was hot, you know. Hot and I girl. actually ran into her, and I talked to her, and we were talking for a little bit. This was, like, five or six years ago. And she's like, yeah, I didn't really have any friends in high school. And I'm like, what, what do you mean? And she's like, oh, yeah, I probably went to, like, one party and had, like, three friends. I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, yeah. I was like, I never even went to a dance, nothing. And, like, we're talking, like, guys would, like, in, like, circles, be like, man, she's so fucking hot. You know, guy talk. And no one, everyone expected, like, it would be, like, just no point of asking her out because we'd get rejected. And all she wanted was one person to fucking take her to a dance. That, like, hurts my heart. I'm like, oh, my God. And I don't know if that's because it's still, it's gotten better, but growing up, like, through movies and media, like, your condition, Mm -hmm. like, oh, the... The hot girl is not going to give you the time of day unless you're the jock or the the star quarterback. Like, but the reality is, like, fuck, everyone just wants like some friends to talk to at least. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they're just people. The thing is, is like when people are talking about like you know, kind of like the hot girl and all that stuff, and they like put them on pedestals and they're like, wow, she'd never talk to me. It's like, yes, yeah, she would. She's a genuine human being, yeah. probably, and is like. Absolutely. Totally. Probably has a lot of different interests, and you guys probably have a similar interest on something. Well, it just shows you that objectifying is still alive and real 100%. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, to put it in example, right, is like a lot of guys look at some girls kind of how Trip Fontaine was portrayed in this book. Like, he was, Mm -hmm. you know... Gorgeous. The the gorgeous yeah. sex god of the high school who was <laughs> yeah. edgy and every girl would just do anything to be with him. Like, oh it's, I don't know. His character's wild to me, too. Not because I could care less about the whole build up to him and why he was so yeah. important. What was interesting is the final thing where he finally got to sleep with Lux and then he was immediately just like, I just, at that moment, I was done. Yeah, he's like, okay. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of guys that have that type of mentality and I don't think I don't want to speak good or bad on it but they it's like almost like this weird 
idea of like if I get with that person I'm gonna fall in love with them and then right when the sex hits and it's over with whether it's good or bad it's like well I guess the chase is over I'm not interested anymore yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's exactly what happened to her I think that is so messed up absolutely <laughs> the fact that he just leaves her too like yeah. it's not even that he like doesn't care about her anymore like doesn't isn't like interested in her but the fact that he just leaves her in a field yeah. After he slept with her and taken her virginity. I wonder if, like, something more happened because they talk about how Trip wouldn't talk about the experience and really wouldn't talk about what happened that night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder if something more happened because afterwards she's like, I'm so sorry I'm like this and starts crying and he just fucking leaves her in the middle of the field, mm-hmm. the football field. I'm wondering if something more happened. Like, even if, like... I took it as he knows that he was a scumbag for what he did, so he didn't want to admit to being a scumbag. Maybe. Because that's a fucking, that's a top-tier scumbag movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially when you know that, obviously, the girl that you have just slept with and have chased for all of this time and, like, you know, trying to get her affection, and obviously it's working, and it's over, like, a long period of time, um... And then all of a sudden she, like, opens up to you and everything. And she obviously has, like, you know, some issues. And you're just like, What was heartbreaking to me is what happened later on, right, is she would start sleeping with, you know, just countless different men. And I interpreted that almost as she was trying to, maybe she did fall for Trip. And that, that moment in time was so... She was the happiest she's ever been in her life, and she was trying to replicate that through yeah. the sex, but she never could find it because yeah. it wasn't it wasn't the same. Because yeah. it wasn't the trip. I just want everyone to know how Trip explained <laughs> oh, her lady bits. So when Trip first came over, and they, I thought I also thought was really weird of just like that kind of like how it worked out was them they could have like friends over. But it was like the guy would sit on the couch watching TV with the dad and the mom and sisters would kind of just sit around. But they weren't really allowed to talk to each other or like touch each other. Mm-hmm. So then when she went to bed, she snuck into Tripp's car right before he left because he was so starstruck it took Such him a while nice. to leave. That he, um, you know, was starting to finger her and he was like, it felt like fur and oily substance. Like otter insulation. <laughs> Who would describe it like that? I just don't understand what otter insulation has to do with anything. And what does that even mean? I don't even know. Blubber? Maybe? Blubber? No. Oh, uh, I still would describe my, my, my lady bitch as blubber. Uh, I hear otter fur is really soft, though. <laughs> I, mean, I have heard that as well. It's water resistant. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she could like an otter. (laughs) (laughs) He's like resistant. (laughs) No wop. No wop. Water resistant. (laughs) Drinking anything on this show is so dangerous. That just about went everywhere. (laughs) What if she didn't have the wop? She had the op. The oily ass pussy. Oily (laughs) ass (laughs) pussy. No. <laughs> but like a rap. Water resistant ass pussy. Water resistant ass pussy. <laughs> rap. You could do um 
Oh, no. I was going to say off pussy. <laughs> Otter fur pussy. It's not a shaft. Apparently, what if she never had a pussy at all? It was always an otter. Oh my god! What if like... they were all actually boys that were raised as girls, and then people found out later? And they were and like, that's how they found out was with Trip. I, I think that's why Trip left her. I think Ager Auger is exactly kind of what I was saying. Is oh, that's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. I like I said, there's a lot of guys who consider going after a girl, and even if it's not necessarily for sex, mm-hmm. but the most exciting part is the the chase. The chase. The chase. And you know, it, there's definitely something to it. Like I won't lie. I mean, every guy has tried to chase after a girl once or twice in their lifetime, and mm-hmm. it is very exciting. It's every moment. It's like oh, but. You got the guys who finally get either what they want and they just realize, well, now this isn't as exciting. Yeah. Or, you know, they get what they want and they're very happy. Like, it was kind of like. And Trip, I think Trip, because of the way, I don't know, Trip was a piece of shit. So, yeah. Trip was I don't, no piece I don't of really shit. know what else to say. Honestly, him. he kind of got what he deserved when, like, they, like, talk about just kind of, like, how he lives now, years later. And he's just kind of like. A, like a recovering drug addict that yeah, can't hold down to drop. Yeah, uh-huh. and he can't do anything, and he's just like always just reminiscing on like his high school like sexcapades and stuff. And he now it's peaks. kind of like, all right, I'll give you the deets. Well, That's what you get when you peak in high school. It sucks. A book like Next. this could never be taught in like an English class oh, for yeah. like high schoolers. Yeah, because in high school, at least as a guy, maybe it's different now. But when I was a guy, mm-hmm. like. It was thinking about, like, God, I wish I could sleep with every girl here, like, blah, 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 blah. And that's not me personally. That is yeah, a lot yeah. of guys who talk about that. Yeah. And if a book like this were to be taught, right, and you could look at Trip and be like, you know what? He may have been a quote-unquote stud in high school, but look at him now. Yeah. If you peak in high school, the rest of your life's going to suck. Eight, like, three years versus, like, the last, the next 40 years? Oh, yeah. Not worth it. No, nope, not worth it. I don't understand um, people who are like, you know, high school was the like the best experience of my entire life, and I'm like, they what? Didn't, they didn't grow up. You're like what? Gross. My <laughs> English teacher. Okay, first week I walk into English, and he's like a coach of something, but he was actually something. a pretty good teacher. And he was like, "Hey guys, we're gonna write our own obituaries." And he had us, like, write Damn. just kind of what we wanted out of our life, try to be realistic. And then at one point he was like, and guys, I always get that couple papers where, like, half of it is just high school. Is that really what you want from your life? Yeah. Is that all you want? Like, theoretically, you live to 85 to 100, and most of your obituary is high school, like... That's not that's not what you want at all. That's going to be sad. I've been on a big kick. I've already said the word a lot this episode, but a big kick on how we were conditioned. And, like, it really is, like, when you're in high school, you can't, it's hard to think about anything past high school. Because remember yeah. all, like, talking to all my dude friends and everything, it was always like, man, I want to get, like, I want to be, like, this football player, this basketball player, or sleep with this person, or go and do this drug. Like, it was never anything past that like of course there's kids like i'm gonna college but that was it there was nothing after college like Mm -hmm. 
But it did start, like, a lot of people did talk about wanting to travel when I was in school, and I know that's just continuing, like, to be more of a prevalent thing that people desire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, definitely. And then you hear some of the bitches that was like, if I got pregnant right now, I wouldn't be upset. And you're like, <laughs> Isn't that what you said in high school? No, that's what... If I got pregnant right now, I'd be okay with it. You told me that in high school. No, I told you that was the other Holly said that in high school. (laughs) (laughs) What? I said I had... had This whole time, I was like... When you said that, I was like, that's exactly what you told me in high school, though. I said I had a plan if I got pregnant in high school, if I had to take care of it. But I was not going to be okay with the fact that I got pregnant in high school. You'd be like, this sucks, but I'll figure it out. She was definitely actively okay, and she got pregnant months after high school. That's what she wanted. She wanted to be a teen mom. I can't even And a young mom. That was her goal. I was never going to be okay no. with that. Does she have that MTV subscription or like... I don't know. I hope she does. Maybe my... she just wanted to be the MILF. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, That's... my mom wanted to be a stay-at-home mom so, so bad forever. And like, the re- well, there were a few reasons why she got pregnant with me. But one of them was partially because, like, she got pregnant and then wasn't like that upset because she was like, okay i get to live my housewife dreams now <laughs> i get to live my housewife dreams and then she didn't really but <laughs> <laughs> so auger says i haven't read the book but it seems to me trip is an empath- empathetic character mm. when society constantly values those characteristics by portraying it constantly in in the media a you end up in a you end up in a bad place it's easy to dwell on the past and change yourself that's true yeah, not yeah. to mention guys often are ostracized by their peers for seeking out help and so tend to spiral highly i i do have to say that it's getting better like people are starting to realize that it's and this was in the 70s also yeah Yeah. Yeah, it was super super like stigmatized and everything and so it was very kind of like to be a sensitive guy yeah yeah and trip was definitely a sensitive guy and you could tell that like throughout the book but he Mm -hmm. kind of like also one thing that, like, since you can tell it's in the 70s because he lost his virginity by this, like, 35-year-old woman on vacation, on vacation when he was, like, 14. Yeah, yeah, and they're just kind of, like, they talk about it, they're like, yeah, high five, just dude, casual, that was yeah. awesome, and he's like, yeah, but, like, he never, the thing is, he was always, like, wouldn't talk about kind of what would go on in the bedroom and whatnot, you would just... You could tell that he would be sleeping with people by, like, the gifts he would be getting from girls and, like, different things that they would, like, leave for him. And he's like, oh, yeah, I don't do that. But then he's like, yeah, I do. Yeah. (laughs) No, I've I've been talking about it a lot. Just any guys who listen to the podcast, like, we don't have to keep following the stereotype of not talking about our emotions and not being, you know... Mm -hmm the strong protective you know provider like that's a that's something that we were told we had to be that's not a reality it's okay to be sad it's okay to be depressed and it's okay to go get help mm-hmm. like, it'll actually make your life a lot better oh yeah oh yeah i'm glad that like lately there's a lot more coming out kind of like with social media and everything you know it's kind of opened up a lot of different channels for guys like that Mm -hmm. and like who are wanting to help and able to talk to other people other than maybe they have people in their lives who are just kind of like no you know boys don't cry stuff like that but with social media and with those different channels they can actually talk to other people who are like no it's okay oh i straight up 
I, I've always been a sensitive guy. I've always, you know, been a crier yeah. in certain ways. But uh, I have had adults growing up either through school or coaches or just adults in general who said that I was gay for crying. <laughs> straight you know, up like, you know what's so funny about this conversation is that I was literally just having this conversation with Stoney's parents before I left <laughs> well not exactly this conversation but Stoney's dad is like a like a, a military guy but mm-hmm. yeah. he's also a pretty sensitive guy I'm not gonna lie so it's always like, the one you know, <laughs> he talks about his feelings but he told me before we left he was like there's nothing that makes you gay other than sucking dick <laughs> yeah. sure. That's what he told me. He's like, sure. girls can be bisexual, but once you suck a dick, you're gay. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> and you're like, whoa. Yes, there's All some right. lines you can't cross. <laughs> Apparently to, well, to him. Well, it's like the old no adage, lines. right? Cut down a thousand trees, you're not going to be a lumberjack. Suck one dick, and you're probably going to be gay for life. Probably so. going to be a little gay. Yeah. <laughs> They never forget the one dick suck, regardless of how many trees he cut down. That's literally what he told me. He's like, you can build as many houses as you want. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Cut down a thousand trees. Suck one dick, you're gay. (laughs) I had a friend, I'm not going to say his name, but I mean, you all know him, but um, called me to tell me about um, this um, experience (laughs) and was like hanging out at a strip club and this guy's gay and goes to the bathroom and the people that they're hanging out with like there's a bunch of guys and like his friend was also kind of like hitting on this other guy in the group and stuff and he's using the urinal and this guy comes in and goes you gay (laughs) (laughs) he's like peeing and he's like yeah why (laughs) and then he's like (laughs) (laughs) and they go and do some good old fun diddly do stuff and then he's like just don't, don't tell my friends out there because they they don't know i'm into dudes <laughs> and he's like okay <laughs> um this is gonna make men look even worse than a lot of the times they are but yeah that shit goes on frequently a lot yeah. and a yeah. lot of places i was like, so shook by it i was like what that just like you just walked in you were just peeing and he's like you gay guys who enjoy doing um <laughs> the little slob knob they'll ask you in any place any building or any anything where you're at if you're like hey are you i've been in the bathroom in a bar and got asked if i was gay and i'm like no why and he's like wow no one else in here i felt flattered i was like hey uh i'm good but Good looking out, my guy. Like, <laughs> Good looking out. Yeah. Like, I All mean, right. you're not wrong. Yeah, God, there's no way in here. You're yeah. right. That's what um, happened to Michael once when he was on vacation. He was in the bathroom peeing, and some guy, like, comes up to him and tries to kiss him yeah. while he's peeing. And he's like, <laughs> I'm just trying to pee. He's like, I'm peeing, dude. I remember, I think he, like, was like, Right now. I was also like I was also sixteen at the time and didn't know what to do. I was also in the Midwest. So it wasn't like an event where it was like, you know, you're twenty one, you're at the bar and some yeah. drunk guy comes along. Like, no, you're a sixteen year old and someone you holding your dick while you pee and someone's like <laughs> Oh, and I will tell you this. Oh glory holes are way more prevalent than you may think, and there are always numbers in stalls for a good time. 
Oh my god. That's, That's wild. It's That's way wild. more prevalent than it should be. Women's bathrooms aren't like that. No. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of, like, uh, in, like, dirty, well, not dirty, but in, in like, a lot of, like, dive bars, like, old dive bars and stuff that, like, kind of oh, have yeah. dirty bathrooms. There's always writing on the wall, and, like, usually it's some, like, rage, though. It's mm. usually, like, a person's name, like, X'd out. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then, like, it's another like, person's name. Travis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, Call this they... time if you want to fuck somebody up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> meet up for fight night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> meet up for a good fight. By the way, we found someone that um, wants to have a fight night if you're down. With, against me? Yes. Oh. Um, it's our friend. What's his name? Zach. There we go. Zach. <laughs> oh, um. We met him. I don't Bella. Know. Oh, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> I forgot the name. <laughs> yeah, because we were talking about it. And he was like, yeah, no. like, And he has like actual training and stuff like that. And I was like, would you be down to fight our friend? No, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we broadcasted it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we're like, I think it'd be funny. He's like, yeah, okay. I'm gonna get my ass kicked by son back to you guys. What the fuck? No, he's not. He's not. He's, he's not like an athlete. Oh no, he's not. He's not. Okay, but I love that you guys met like a supposedly trained fighter, and they're like, "We have a friend who doesn't know about this. Is never agreed." By the way, fight. By the way, the time I even brought up I wanted to fight, we had been drinking way too much. Well, we've been drinking way too much with Zach too. Yeah, we were drinking way too much with him too. So, because we went in like a tornado in this place. We literally got there and like they we they invited us over for like a game night and some yeah. drinks. So we brought. What does that mean? We brought two it's bottles and a whole thing. We got there. We pulled up. Because we got there too early, and Stoney was driving us, and I was like, can you, like, help me take the roof off my car and drive us around? And I saw like, your snap. Yeah. <laughs> so we did that, and then they didn't come home soon enough to see us doing that. But yeah. we really tried. Yeah, because we were a We fun wanted time. to assert our, like, funness. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then we showed up with two bottles, and then we got really drunk, and they were like, we, like, have to work tomorrow? <laughs> and we were like, oh, all right. right. games and that was a good oh, time. Oh, yeah. Those were really fun. But have you guys played I think it's Jack Jackbox six, but it's like the haunted house. Mm, that that was, one's so fun. That was like favorite. the trivia one? Yeah. Yes, trivia murder house. You can house. like lose your finger. Yeah. Yeah, trivia, trivia murder, murder house. house. That's also I think that's Holly's favorite as well. Trivia murder house. Yeah, ten out of ten the best one. Yeah. <laughs> that it's one or fun, the the dating, like the, oh, monster, the monster dating, the yeah, monster dating, <laughs> and if you like make out with the zombie, you all die. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like a carrier. That's this broke earlier today, <laughs> and you I was forgot. waiting for it. We're good. Don't worry. Okay. Um, <laughs> you scared the shit out of me. We all oh, like... that's okay. So yesterday I was sitting here and I was being a dumbass, like moving around. Yeah. And like it popped, and I'm like. 
okay, cool, cool. <laughs> and then, I, like, no one was here yet. And I went like this, I, or I moved forward, and I just tumbled over. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, button, send it. Just gonna send it. <laughs> just gonna send it. <laughs> oh, R.I.P. Um, so, <laughs> Augur said the whole hashtag me too kind of makes it super uncomfortable for guys i'm glad that women are finally getting their injustices voice but as a consequence it makes the stakes really high for guys when they try to encounter uh i mean it doesn't make it difficult to have encounters with the opposite sex if you're respectful and like i don't know don't rape them yeah <laughs> don't sexually assault them you don't say, say things to them that say are it's okay not gay. yeah yeah I'm Be gonna, respectful. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt just because false rape allegations happen. Yeah. yeah. And that is something that definitely needs to be changed. But also, if you have good intentions and you listen to your partner, I think it's weird to be worried about that. Because yeah, if... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> and also, if you know that you're being respectful and you know you're going in with good intentions, why is that on your mind? Yeah. I think, too, it's more... Because I, yeah. in, as a man who's dated up until last year, like, I've mm. never felt uncomfortable even through the Me Too thing because it's just all about making your intentions clear. We, yeah. As men, we need to start realizing that sex is becoming less taboo to talk about. There's a lot of women, mm-hmm. at least in my thing, who just want to fuck. Yeah. yeah. And oh, yeah. if oh, yeah. you're just straightforward with talking about, hey... Listen, I'm either on this app or I'm talking to you because I just want to fuck. Are you down or not? You down? It doesn't mm-hmm. make it uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, Mm-mm. it's actually more straightforward instead of trying to play the whole, hey, you want to go on yeah. a date? Like, hey, yeah. you want to go back to my place? And then that's, you're putting yourself in a situation where things can get misinterpreted. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can give a really good example. Recently, not like super recently, but I went on a date with a guy from Tinder and we did the simple code of, hey, you want to watch a movie? Which means, hey, I do want to bang. Yeah. So I knew he was coming over, and I knew we were probably going to have sex. Yeah. So I was 100% comfortable and okay with it. But there were still mannerisms that he had while we were having sex and, like, before that I was like, this could be – this is very aggressive. But, like, I'm just like, oh, maybe he's just an aggressive, passionate guy in sex didn't think anything of it until probably a month later on Twitter there was like a TW assault thing and if it's like if you it, um, like Utah County people if you have inter- interacted or have met this guy I won't really say his name because mm-hmm. it's not my drama she or it's not really know how to pronounce it also yeah. <laughs> call me out I don't know how to, I can spell it for you <laughs> We call him Gum Guy because he had gum the entire time. Yes, the entire time we had sex. The entire time. And I didn't know until afterwards when he was chewing and I was like, what are you chewing? And he's like, gum? And I was like, you had that in the whole time? (laughs) He's like, it still still has flavor. (laughs) Yeah. And then he spit it out and then 30 minutes later while we're like dressed in like go and actually watch the movie, he had another piece of gum in his mouth. It's like, where the fuck are you getting this gum? Also rude that he didn't offer you the gum. Exactly. <laughs> Very rude. I'm still yeah. upset about it. But with that whole, like, um, the girl posted, like, if you met this mm-hmm. guy, who I can't say his name because I don't know his name, um, 
if you he is known for assaults and you should be careful around him and she had like six girls say they had a bad experience with him and i could really see as to why because in the utah county area it's a lot of like conservative mm -hmm. not very you gotta romance them to get pussy kind of ideal yeah. which sounds really bad but it's just kind of the culture down there casual sex isn't really a big thing because it's really mm -hmm. against their like the the religion which is all over the state but it's very prevalent there yeah so like casual sex isn't really a big thing so like i could definitely tell if i wasn't down to have sex that day it could have gone bad yeah mm -hmm. just yeah. because of who the guy was and things he was doing with things he people. was doing mm -hmm. that i was like even some of the things there was like i was just like this is really weird like i wasn't uncomfortable yeah. but it was definitely like this is weird so but as someone who didn't think that you know, like, I, I expected us to have sex. Yeah. If I wasn't expecting us to have sex, and I was like, well, no, we're just watching a movie, and I could tell it could get really assaulty really quick. Yeah. Especially with just how his mannerisms were. So I think if you go in with the preference, hey, I'm just here to fuck. Mm -hmm. And they're like, they, yeah, okay. And it's almost like girl, we have to do, like, a weird dance around his guys, like, when in reality, like, a lot of times now it's vastly different just say what you want yeah, yeah. to be straightforward it's so much easier oh so easier yeah. so much if easier. he literally was if i literally was like no i'm not having sex with you i'm just watching a movie you can either leave or watch mm -hmm. the movie but i promise yeah. you i'm not gonna have sex and you would have done something that would have been assault and that's yeah. where like the me too movement's coming from but if he would have been like oh sorry i came over here for sex i'll leave because i just don't want to make you feel uncomfortable because you don't want to then you don't have anything to worry about. It's that yeah. simple. Yeah. It's just so simple. Yeah, no, and it's also super easy to be respectful and kind of, you know, know what your partner is comfortable with. Even yeah. just at, because I mean, like, I one time went over to a guy's house and stuff like that, and we already, like, predetermined that we were like, <laughs> we are like, yeah, something's gonna happen. We'll see kind of how it goes. And we're kind of, you know, we were like, get into it. Mm. And um, basically then it was like, kind of like, oh, do you have a condom? And he was like, Fuck, I don't. You? And I'm like, no. And then he like looks at me and he's like, yeah, okay. No, that's chill. Yeah. We're good. We're good. And I'm like, sweet. Yeah. And it wasn't weird. It wasn't like, because the thing is, is he understood that that was, that was the limit. Yeah. And he was like, no, yeah, I get that. Totally. All right. Let's keep watching this movie and doing this thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I, simple. Yeah. I do want to, give a little bit of a shout out to guys is there are a lot of guys who are respectful but oh, yeah. we do yeah. a lot of guys do get drowned out because there are also a lot of guys a large guys. portion that are very negative and we do hear a lot more of the negative than the positive mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah i would say also like most of our like friends are single boys yeah who are dating obviously and not one of them has ever said that to me that it's been difficult for them to date because it's too hard to date girls if they're going to say something bad about them, assaulting them. That's right. Yeah. I feel like that's also like, well, well I'm like, I don't want, I don't want the community to come for my neck. <laughs> <laughs> but um, in the gaming community specifically, um, it is a very kind of common thing because my younger brother actually has also yeah no he's also <laughs> said a similar thing to me and the thing is i know he's a respectful guy i know that he's nice i know he would never like do anything like that but i think it's a really common thing talked about in that community specifically hmm. because mm -hmm. that's really all he's gotten it from and that's kind of where he gets 
that idea that he's like, well, I'm scared they're gonna like, you know, someone's gonna falsely yeah. accuse me, and yeah. I'm like, that's I, not. I have to leave. The so with my brother. I... Okay. No, thank you for coming. Goodbye. I appreciate it. We shall miss you. We shall we will miss, miss you. you. Farewell. Hell yeah. <laughs> She's gonna make some manicotti. Yeah, I'm gonna make manicotti. Means, um, <laughs> little sleeve in Italian. <laughs> uh, with my man. Maybe I'll be his manicotti that night. Oh, <laughs> I told her if she doesn't say that, that I will cry. I will be so sad. <laughs> because I was like, I mean, it's, you're making I, manicotti and it means little sleeve. <laughs> Will you make I, a wizard? Uh, never mind. I guess that'd be weird to say. Make a what? <laughs> make a wizard sleeve. Joke. <laughs> 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 I remember. I I used to have this friend. I'm not gonna out her because I know that she's still on social media. But she was very open about how much she loved just as much sex as possible. And she made the best guy joke ever. She's like, yeah, my pussy's like a wizard sleeve. She's like, you pretty much reach in and find a whole bunch of variety of things. I was like, no way. God damn. You could just you could go, hey, let me be your wizard sleeve. <laughs> let me be your wizard sleeve. You can put whatever you want up there. bippity boppity boo <laughs> That's <laughs> uh, some good stuff. Ten <laughs> um, To get back to the book, I guess. Um, I think that as far like as far as the actual book itself goes, like I did finish all of it, and I didn't dislike the book by any means, but I definitely didn't necessarily enjoy it. And I, yeah. I think it's I think it's a book that you're not supposed to really enjoy. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be a book that you gain some shit from. Yeah, but knowledge. knowledge. It, it was tough knowledge. to get through. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of want to talk about the ending because I have some strong opinionated feelings. So mostly like the last two pages, after spoilers. Spoiler alert. Um. So, the guys, the girls, like, secretly message them, so the guys head over there, and they see Lux. So they, like, meet her in the living room, and she's like, we're taking my mom's car to run away with you, um, I'm just gonna start it up, wait here. So they wait, they talk, it's a little, like... All of our dreams are finally coming true. Yeah. Well, and she did the dick suck thing, too. She did. Yeah, which was I weird. I about that. She, like, went yeah. up to one of them, unbuckled, like, felt around in a little bit, and then she was like, not here. Okay, yeah. I'll meet you in my mom's car. He's probably like, wow! Could you imagine? <laughs> so they're, like, all excited. It's even mentioned in the book. She was only touching one of them, but they all like felt it. Yeah, they all felt it. Like, <laughs> it, it was like well. a group. It was like the high mind up. sort of thing. Yeah. They're all yeah. like, oh, yes. <laughs> We're all around. Erection for us all. Oh, it's like a. Um, <laughs> You mean our erection, comrade? <laughs> you mean that night we all got touched by Lux, comrade? <laughs>
Carlisle. We all Not. together. <laughs> by and Mary is her head is in the oven and they don't even notice right no like they just that walk was, on pie I think that was Bonnie's in the oven because Bonnie's. Mary was the lives. one who took the pills Mary, Mary took the pills no Teresa took the pills no and the Bonnie the hung lived. herself Someone and Mary lived. Mary, Mary was living. the one who lived because her head was in the oven oh she didn't get there. enough yeah, yeah. Oh, okay because she was able to live, and then she took, uh, like, four days later, just sleeping pills. Yeah. yeah. Like, how do you let another one die? How do you not watch like, them by hawks at that point? Or put them right? in the institute? I feel like, at that point, the parents were just destroyed. I think and they, they just knew, knew it was going to happen. They were like, and we they can't didn't stop even... this train. Well, and I think, too, like, they well, just didn't even know what to do. Like, yeah. Like, I, I mean, you have to... I hate trying to find blame in something, but the parents did not do a good job. Oh, no, no. Mm-hmm. No, they were Pretending like well. everything was fine after their first daughter died was the first problem. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. everything isn't fine, and that's okay. No. Yeah. It's, it's okay to not be fine. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hold it, partner. Um, but you're saying your favorite, <laughs> oh. your thing. Last so, few pages. they find Bonnie in the basement as she's like, dead hung up by the rafters yeah and it's in that moment where they were like celebrating the reminiscence of that first party where they it was found like it was never really... cleaned up yeah yeah and then they see her and they all just realized we Fuck. like that's bonnie but we have no idea who that is we have no idea yeah. who any of these girls are yeah and so they run away and all of the sisters die except for mary who dies just a little bit after, mm-hmm. and then it's like a twenty-five years later, or yeah. while well, they're watching this town just kind of deteriorate. Yeah, all of the trees are cut down, and with no Hi, trees Bert. to hide behind, everyone sees every single house is the exact same. Yeah, yeah. and like the okay. town kind of falls apart. And they're like, they lose like their community aspect because they're not right cl- mm-hmm. raking up leaves or like yeah. conversating against the trees and like the trees were like what built the community and it was yeah. like crazy. Well, I mean, the trees represented everything, right? Because they went out to save the tree that their youngest sister loved and like they mm-hmm. fought to keep that tree up. Yeah, and the tree really represented the community. Once the tr- once mm-hmm. one was gone, it just killed all the rest of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they all got sticky. But she got the blicky on. She got the blicky on. Um. But in the last couple pages, they talk about how they go back to this treehouse where they had like all of the pictures and all of like all of the evidence and some things that they've stolen from the girls, like a bra. Yeah. And all of this other stuff, and it's all like stiff and kind of time-worn and ruined by now. Yeah. yeah. And they still, they kind of admit it in the last, like, I'm going to say three paragraphs. Yeah. They don't actually care about their suffering. They mm-hmm. just want to know what happened to these goddesses yeah. in their yeah. eyes. 
and they hate them for leaving. Yeah. And like they're still angry yeah. that they what? dared leave this community and yeah. these boys. And it's like what killed the community was them killing themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I think that's so like that's the perfect way to end this book. Yeah. With just like still admitting like and I love how you never really know what happened. And it's told from the boys, from the community. Because mm-hmm. yeah. no one knows. Oh. And it's it's always yeah. going to be this mystery. But yeah. also no one tried to find out until yeah. it was too late. And, and it was, they're like, yeah. ah. It was almost like the answer is right in front of their eyes. Like, they know the mm-hmm. answer, but they don't want to admit that it was their fault for yeah. not being mm-hmm. just a friend. Yeah. Someone, a community member that talks to them like they're... Like, cause the thing is, right, is like, if we pretend everything's fine when nothing's fine mm-hmm. people aren't like you're not going to i don't know it, it bothered me because i just put myself in the shoes right like yeah i would have hoped that i would have went over and talked to them yeah yeah because you yeah. know it could start that domino effect one person's like hey what's wrong yeah what can on? we do to help like I'm we sh- know you're fucked up like mm-hmm. it's okay to be fucked up yeah i think that's what i gained from this book is like just remember that it's okay to be fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my question is, though, like, does no one wonder? They had no girlfriends. No one talked about the fact that no girls were no friends girls with them. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I would think five girls, all basically close in the same age, they're all in high school or, like, barely getting into high school, mm-hmm. not even graduated yet. Out of the five of them, none of them had friends that would come over and mm-hmm. see how they are they could go over to yeah. the girl's house like even if they can't have sleepovers but like maybe a friend doesn't have a brother so like they can yeah. go or they can't just go play well they the did thing. have some so lux had the girl that she would smoke cigarettes with on top of the lockers yeah mm-hmm. so she did have some the youngest and... or mary or the youngest daughter had uh, a friend that was they they didn't ever talk or speak about her in the main plot but then they said like when they asked her later, she's like, yeah, she was always a weird one. I don't remember really being friends with her, but she was, like, mm-hmm. trying to, like, pretend, like, I don't know, because it's always one of those things, right, where the, everyone just distanced themselves, and then when yeah. they were older talking to them, they wanted to, like, try and wipe their hands clean. Like, they weren't one of the reasons why they killed themselves. They're kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, I wasn't close enough to know something was going on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Just Maybe. kind of, like, yeah, that would make sense. distancing mm-hmm. themselves in a certain aspect. Yeah. I always like the... So whenever I read books like this and stuff like that, I like to try and find little things where they try to, like, give little theories to what they think happened. And I really like the idea that they think that it was all planned from the beginning. Right. Mm -hmm. Where, like, because the suitcases and everything always had, like, a really strong aspect. And they saw, they said that they saw Cecilia. Is it Cecilia? Is that what? Cecilia was the youngest. Yeah, Cecilia. Um, when she finally, like, killed herself the second time, um, she had, like, a suitcase or something and, like, brought it outside and, like, was all, like, packed up and all that stuff. Yeah. And then ended up going and doing that. And some people were like, oh, I don't remember that. And then someone would be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. And then the other girls being, like... Started packing up their stuff. Started packing up their stuff. Like, they were actually going to go somewhere, but then they 
never did. I'm always wondering, I'm like, did anybody ever look in those suitcases? <laughs> like, what was in they there? say they were packing up, like, clothes and mementos and things like yeah. that? Like, things they so, would actually want. Yeah, so, um, this was actually briefly explained in the book. They use that trunk that they pack at the end for Bonnie to stand on and then kick off. So they packed it, Bonnie started packing up all of her clothes, and then one of her sisters, I think it was Mary, came in and was like, no. So she started packing up, I think, like, electronics or something, something a little heavier. And the boys were watching, and they were like, oh, they're just packing their stuff, trying to decide. They can leave. So is it... Is this confirmed to be all fiction, or is this based off an event? I think it's all fiction, because they even make a mm-hmm. note about this song. They're like, oh, one of um, Lux's records, they had on one of the records a song called Virgin Suicide by Cruel Crux. That's not a band, and that's not a real song. Mm-hmm. No, there yeah. was no mm-hmm. song called Virgin Suicide until basically after the after book or the movie book. came out. Um, and it is all fiction, but it was based off of the writer, I think. Look this up. Yeah. I think it was, um, he was talking to one of his, like, someone in his life, mm-hmm. and they mentioned, oh yeah, me and my siblings had a suicide pact growing up, mm-hmm. but we never acted on it or never succeeded. Yeah. One of the other. Yeah, yeah. Inspired by Detroit Woes. Detroit Woes. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> uh, but I like that the guys kind of like, they almost insinuate that it was like, yeah, with a suicide pact with like even the youngest sister in the beginning. And then when she finally went, it was almost like this knowing look that all the girls had that they were like, all right, it's time. I think, I think why it's so important that people want to talk about this is kind of in the real life advert of it because right like if we I don't know if anyone in here and we don't have to talk about it personally has ever been affected by someone that took their own lives you for the rest of your life will try and come up with a reason why they did because you don't want to really go with the reality usually of like Mm -hmm. maybe it was me maybe it was whatever like so you just want to constantly try and fit something into that hole that they left yeah Yeah. and like you know coming up with reasons for I think that that's just like a human nature thing too yeah to kind of be like I need answers. I need answers and, like, deflect it, even though it wasn't confirmed. And then also the idea of, like, you know, these, like, girls creating this, like, suicide pact and everything is, like, so, I don't know, gruesome in a way. Because it's kind of, like, they look so pretty on the outside, but then had, like, this horrible idea this entire time. It's kind of, like that kind of duality that they didn't even want to talk about, but they're just kind of like, oh, like, it looked like they all knew what was going to happen from the very beginning. Yeah, Are you I packing do. up... One second, sorry. Are you packing up to head out? Um, Probably in a little bit. Because okay. I was going to say, we can hurry and talk about what we want to do next oh, yeah. and then mm-hmm. continue the conversation if you need to oh, bounce sure. on out. Yeah. Um, we were thinking of a spooky book next, uh, spooky? next month. Spooky, spooky book? Spooky? 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 I wouldn't mind doing, like, a... Like a booked version of like a really popular horror movie like Ooh. i don't know if any of the new guy 
What's his butt? I always forget his name. The shirts that you guys have, Midsommar. And oh, Midsommar. Ariasta. Yeah, if any of those have books for them. If not, like we could do like an OG, like a Hellraiser book. or. Oh, Hellraiser would be good. Oh, Hellraiser was one. Something by like Stephen King. Yeah. That's true. Stephen King you can't go wrong with. I know a bunch of them. I can find one that's not too terribly long. We could do Carrie, his first book. Oh, Carrie's yeah. Popular. Yeah, Carrie. It's actually a really good book. I was going to say, I mean, if we want to read. I kind of hate Carrie. That's I fair. went to a theater school. Oh. That's fair. You got yeah. a point. And I, I went to a theater school, and in my senior year, there was a production of Carrie happening at one of the theaters mm-hmm. the high school kids could audition for. So. Oh, yeah. It's going to be like, we could try reading um, Final Girl. Yeah, Final Girl's really good. It's just Final like a Girls. concept. No, um, don't get excited by this. Yeah. I, I listened to this after the show the came show, out. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that good. Not good. Ah. Mm-hmm. Bummer. What's I do that? love me some Frankenstein, but also. Uh, Bird Box is a book. Oh. Yeah. The Exorcist. I kind of don't read any books that came out after the movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Agreed. I've heard this is pretty crazy. Nosferatu? Yeah, like a new age Nosferatu. Misery. I haven't heard that one yet. Never. American Psycho? American Psycho? That could be a wild one. Oh, I've heard about, yeah. Coraline? Aw. Is that a book? I guess. Neil Gaiman. I love Neil Gaiman. Me too. He re oh, yeah, I'm down the line. Oh, the Telltale Heart. <laughs> oh, now that <laughs> is a good one. It's a good one. Oh, that's cute. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Oh, Vampire Lestat. Castles. That's that movie we watched where it's basically about <gasps> these two sisters who are super rich because their yeah. parents died, and they think it was the youngest sister poisoned them. But it turned. Didn't it end up being the oldest sister? It was the oldest sister who ended up doing it to protect. Really? Potato spoiler. Yeah, I'm sorry. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. Mine is <laughs> well not the older sister. Can't do that one now. I know. <laughs> I literally was like, damn, you took an L and just was like, don't it was the like, older sister. You know what? It was a surprise. You find out because like the older spanky. sister was getting touched and like yeah. and the older sister was just genuinely crazy. Yeah. And the younger yeah. sister's like, I'm just a little bit of a gift. Does that even call count it as a horror? horror? No, that's like I guess it's kinda of psychological. It's like but... a dystopian yeah, mostly. I would say if anything it would be a thriller. I really want to watch that. Kevin? We need to talk about Kevin. I really want I haven't seen that. Night film? I'm sure I trust this list now that I've Penn seen Hell? Lord of the Flies. Pet Cemetery is kind of spooky, yeah. Kind of spooky. The Girl Next Door. Blindness. Blindness. Yeah. Blood Meridian. Blindness to the social standing in the, of our country right now is kind of terrifying. Hell House. <laughs> Haunted. Hey. Hey. Shouts out. Shouts out, Chuck. Chucky boy. Bentley Little is supposed to be super terrifying. Bentley Little? That's the author, The Walking. Bentley Little is supposed to be like as terrifying, if not more, than Stephen King. Ooh. Fun facts. Spooky. 
We don't have to read that one. I don't know. I'll be honest. I'm not into zombies anymore. No, that's The 2012 to 2016 Mm -hmm. era killed Uh, it for me. It it is an overplayed, and also Allie has a real fear of zombies. I do. (laughs) This may sound ironic, but one of my, like, biggest soul-shattering fears is being eaten alive. (laughs) (laughs) that's fair (laughs) I mean that's a scary that's a scary thing that's pretty spooky see and that's why when I eat human flesh I'll make sure they're dead they can't feel the pain of being eaten I'll make sure that they're dead (laughs) shouts out shouts out those are all really old ones yeah Uh, 1928 the, the Call, Call of, of Cthulhu. Cthulhu. HP Lovecraft. That's that little, like, tentacle guy that's like... Yeah. Cthulhu's coming in 2020. Oh, maybe. 2020. Shouts out Cthulhu. Cthulhu. I mean, we could do Haunting of Hill House if you guys wanted. I just didn't like it. If it's like not it. good, I don't want to read not. something that's trash. Trash. I'm the trash man. Oh, I'm the, tra- I'm the trash man. What Go if, around. What if we write a flowers in the attic? Oh no! Oh my classic. Um, Holly, one time when we were working um, at the bakery, it was really early, and she's like, "Let me tell you about this book that I'm reading." And I'm like, "Okay, yeah." She starts telling me about flowers in the attic. Hocus pocus. Hocus pocus. <laughs> I think that's just a movie. But if it was a I book, mean... it'd be pretty fucking lit. Interview with a Vampire, we have that book. I, so. I love the movie, so... It's so good. I imagine the book's good. I want to read something that we can't watch a movie of. Yeah. Fair. I think it would be cool to read a horror story that's, like, based off a true story. Yeah. You know? Horror story based off a true story. True horror? This one time <laughs> at horror camp? Oh, I mean, that's... Probably Horror. a good one. Yeah. The Amityville Horror. Oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> whoa there. there. Beware of the There night. is no lovely night. The uninvited. Ooh. Hey. Okay. Well, you're not welcome. You're not, you're not welcome here. You're uninvited. You're welcome. I mean, there's Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but I feel like that's kind of overdone now. Yeah. Wait, that's based off a true story? Yeah. Yeah. What? Oh, it's based off of a what's his bucket? What's his name? I can't. Re- I can't remember his name. But oh, he man. made like things out of people's skin. Let's see if we can find some of the real life. Yeah. Yeah, this dude. Ed Gein? Gein? This was a real face mask. mask. Oh man, I'm never watching those movies now. Oh yeah, there's the fucked up one. Whoa. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. No, that's the cat. Yeah, that's the movie. I do love Texas Chainsaw Massacre, though. I haven't seen it in a while. I haven't seen it in a hot minute. Dead game, yeah. Yeah, he's real, though. Yeah, but he's a real guy. He gets, he dies, though. Like, yeah, yeah. Long time no see, Tom, Mr. Oh, yeah, what's what's up? Mr. Not, 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 Quadronaut? Yeah, Quadronaut. 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 Wouldn't you like another? I don't know if I've ever. Your name doesn't sound familiar, man. I'm sorry. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I do not recall Did in you my memory. 
Took we a moment. Could, we could read um, Dr. Sleep and continue on the legacy after The Shining. Yeah. The Sleep Doctor. No, it was Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep. I just watched the movie for Dr. Sleep, and it was actually really good. Possessed. Ooh. I love the true story of an exorcism. I mean, I'd fuck with that. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'd fuck with that. Give me a little spooked. Does anyone have anything that's really blaring out to them like would be good? Haunted Canada ghost stories? They're the best. <laughs> They're probably like, oh, boo, eh? <laughs> Give me a shot of fright, eh? <laughs> You're like, oh, you must be possessed, eh? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, sorry, eh? You're a little possessed. <laughs> eh? I'd be down for anime. Anime, 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 That one. The one that's in front of us right now. Amityville Horror. I'm down with that one, actually. Like, I... I've been wanting to read that for a bit, so I mean. I've been wanting to read your lips on mine. In upstate New York and the woods around Woodstock. Dutchman's Greek before was out of the reservoir. Bank fast moving offers the promising of fine fishing and something more, a possibility of too fantastic to be true. What? Too damn dot, fantastic. Dot, dot, dot. dot, dot. You're not this cream is just dot, too dot. damn fantastic. There's got to be something wrong with it. <laughs> These fish are too damn big. <laughs> These fish are huge. I really want the fisherman just to be like this 500-page novel of this horror story of a guy who doesn't catch a fish. Like, <laughs> it's all just in one day. Like, well, it's like Mopey Dick, but, like, yeah. a man is trying his hardest to catch a fish. <laughs> or maybe it's, like, he puts it in and he gets ghost fish, so, like, it'll, like, be pulling and everything, and he'll get it out, and there's nothing on the line. And he's just like, God damn it. Oh, <laughs> but this, it's too pretty. This sounds kind of crazy. A 16-year New York Police Department veteran, <laughs> Ralph Sarchi, works out of the 46-whatever in New York South Bronx, but in the other job, he calls the work investigating cases of demonic possessions and assisting in the exorcisms of humanity's most ancient and most dangerous foes. Ancient and dangerous. Comedia. Comedia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> adaptations deliver us from evil. I guess. I remember that. Movie. Oh yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't either. Is it who's the guy who wrote? Is it Wes Craven books? Or am I thinking of someone else? What's the other really popular dude that passed away? Um, My love for you. Wes Craven. Um, Buddies. Buddies. (laughs) Buddies. The adventures of what? That's not so horror. (laughs) It's like a kid's book. It looks like it's the adventures of Do Willie and something. Oh, Clive oh, Barker. Barker. He did the Hellraiser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. The Thief of Always. Ooh, that's someone else called Pokey. Oh, wow. Books of Blood. I feel blood like books. Blood Born. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> 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 I mean, I think as far as horror goes, you two know a lot about horror, so I mean, mm-hmm. if you got anything that you think would be good for the book club, I'm down. Um... Hmm. I think the Amityville horror would be really good, yeah. or um, 
Hellraiser. I think both would be really good. Clive Barker's 10 out of 10. We could always read, like, Clive yeah. Barker's sort stories. They, like, come in books of four, and you can get the audibles. Oh, yeah, if we did, like, short, kind of like how we did last year, where it was uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Yeah, we did Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark and then The Shining. Yeah. Okay, but B-Bird is right for our horror movie about this fisherman. It's like Animal Crossing and all he gets is trash. Facts. That's gold. 10 out of 10. Worst moments. Worst moments. Fuck Animal Crossing. I don't play Animal Crossing, but I understand the struggle, obviously. I'm just trying to rile up the jimmies of all the Animal Crossing fans. My jimmies are thoroughly rustled. Rustled. Good. There's it's not what I'm doing jimmies. with those rustles. Oh, Jimmy rustling, rustling up the jimmies. Do you want to do Hellraiser or Amityville Horror? I'm good with either. I kind of want to do Amityville Horror. I know for that. Okay, let's do it. I can't pronounce that word to save my life. You, you can go, talk to me a hundred times, but I'm not gonna be able to. Invite <laughs> the house horror book. House. The uh, house. Ryan Reynolds was in a Amityville Horror movie. Just saying. Get I do have a fun thing that I wanted to bring out to you guys if you'd be interested oh, as yes. like a side read between the ones that we could yes. Fine, Holly. <laughs> Get out of here! Go Don't. make your manicotti! <laughs> Don't be involved. <laughs> um <laughs> just left my father. <laughs> Dad left for cigarettes. <laughs> That's why I keep him here. Maybe he'll come see me. Um, I don't know how everyone feels about writing, but what if for this upcoming um, October Halloween spooky (laughs) spooky episode, what if we all wrote our own short, short stories to tell? I'm actually really down with that. I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. We can have, yeah, a spooky story off. Yes, wait. Should we have Mine's a common theme? An hour long about a fisherman. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Watch yourself! His last catch was his last. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't make sense. But He's anyway. still all bones, still holding his, like, fishing rod still to this day. No. He just never leaves he and never dives. Leaves. Title of the one they caught <laughs> The one that got away. <laughs> Katy Perry oh, starts playing. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever feel like a, a plastic, plastic bag? bag. Drifting <laughs> through the wind. I always feel like trash. <laughs> I'm the trash man. I'm the trash man. <laughs> Go around. And I eat trash. So Amityville Horror short story? Short story. Mm-hmm. We should have a common thing. Like a common <laughs> kind of like. Don't give away my secrets. I was going to write about cats. If you write about cats, you've been called. Damn. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a horror cat story. <laughs> it's a bunch of cats. I want it to be about an old lady who dies and then our cats eat her and Ooh. live forever. That's my I dream. saw uh, <laughs> my dream. I follow this webtoon. It's like tales of terrifying things, and it's just like a couple posts to one post stories. Yeah. But one of them, it's about these dogs who eat this lady, and it starts off as like we all know. The story of like an owner dies in the house, and the dog and the animals. It's going down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for it. Oh, jump scares! <laughs> but the animals all eat them. But what about when the owner's not quite dead yet, and <gasps> the little kid opens the door, 
and she's just like half eaten on the floor crying because she fell down the stairs and her chihuahuas ate her. Oh, oh shit. Damn. It's some good art. Oh my god, read some creepy pasta. We'll make some new creepy pasta. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I want to do yeah. is like have it be like a creepy pasta night. I'm down for a creepy pasta night. In the yeah. dark, love. dark forest, there was a dark, dark <laughs> cabin, and in the dark, dark cabin, there was a dark, dark chest. Sorry, flashbacks. Flashbacks. <laughs> you're like, whoa. And in that dark, dark chest, there was a ghost. Ghost. What if I wrote a? What if I wrote a ten-page poem about what? Just a surprise. Okay. Is it going to be 10 pages of a dark, dark something? If it is. Dark, dark something. I'm going to be real upset (laughs) if it doesn't end with your. With my what? With my what, lady? Your butthole? With my dark, dark butthole. And in that dark, dark butthole, there was a box, and only you can. Interpret what you saw, Ooh, but it drove out. every man crazy. Like you know, like in Shouts ha- out. like in Haunted, when it was like where it was like drives looks your butthole in the eye and is like does that butthole stare down? <laughs> that you know what Stony has a tendency to you know really show just kind of like show his butt all the time and show his butthole. And I've gotten to a point where I don't back down from a fight. And he spread his cheeks right there, and I looked his butthole right in the eye, and I was like, and he like looks at me, and he's like, oh, and like pulls his pants back up, and he was like, you really just like, he's like, that was intimidating, that kind of, that got me, that got me, you looked it right in the eye, and I was like, yeah, do it again, see what happens. I'm gonna look it in the eye again, and I'm going to silently judge your um, hairy asshole. It's so hairy. It is, it is. It's so hairy. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Did you guys want to continue talking about virgin suicides, or did we kind of... I mean, I We should do a rate. Oh, yeah, a rate out of ten, at least. I give it a six. I think for impact, like an eight or a nine, I think for actually enjoying my time while I was reading, probably like a seven. Yeah, yeah, I'd say about like kind of like between six and seven, so like a six point five probably. It would be higher, but sometimes the descriptions of people who weren't like main at all mm-hmm. that would go on for pages, it kind of <laughs> brought down the score. I'm gonna say a six. I think we're all probably on the yeah. same page. But I mean, then again, the movies, like the movie, that's one of my favorite movies. Like, I love that movie. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole reason I was like, Bridget Suicide's Hell Yeah! I'm gonna have to watch it then, yeah. It's so. really good. I really like it. It has Kristen, uh, Kirsten, Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. What a dunce. She's pretty lit. She plays Lux. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So. Edgelord herself. How Edgelord. old is she? I mean, technically in the book, she's supposed to be like 14. This came out in the 90s. Okay. But, yeah. So it's an older one. So it's an older movie. Fun fact, the youngest sister, Cecilia actually plays Michael Myers' sister, older sister, in yeah. Halloween. Oh, really? Rob Zombie's Halloween. Yeah, huh. she does. Yeah. She does. You see her boobies. Oh. Yeah, you do. She got some nice milkers. She's... <laughs> some Start fucking... with the milkers. There's some the fucking dope milkers. Those are some dope milkers, dude. Uh, I love the milkers. milkers. Show me the milkers. 
TikTok um, trend where uh, <laughs> it's like the girl, like a girl will like record it and be like, um, if women have boob, why she not show me? <laughs> why she not show me? Why she not show me? If they if they don't want boob touch, why they exist? Right? <laughs> like it was that kind of concept. It was so, so good. So funny. So funny. Oh, that's some good stuff. I was like, Mwah. Well, shall we call it for the evening? Yeah. Um, thank you guys for coming. And uh, what I guess we could probably plan on what day would be oh, best yeah. next yeah. month. Because I know that we need to do a little bit more. More of the planning. Scheduling. I don't know why I've been doing that so much. Should we do the 17th or the 14th? Um, 17th is a no-go because that is, I don't know why I have it in here, but it says Adri's birthday. For like Bella's coworker? Adri? Yeah. I don't know why it's in there, but if it's in there, it means it's important. So it should follow. So there's probably something to. going on. Right. Do I want to do um, the 24th, which is the week before Halloween? That could be, be fun. I'm down for that. I'd be down. I really, I am like so sad this pandemic is going on because I want to have a Halloween party so fucking bad. So fucking bad. Should so we plan bad. for the same time? Yeah, like 530. Okay. No, Five tootie. Old case. Five tootie. Five tootie. Hi. Tootie. Whoa. Tootie with a booty, y'all. Yeah? Tootie with a booty. Uh, why? Why not? You know, you got a point there. I don't know who's the other person. Give it a good old look. All right, everyone watching, thank you for hanging out. Yeah. Um, or not. Yeah. <laughs> or not. Make sure you can or remember. Remember, you can watch all of our other read between the wines. You know, we covered such books as Crazy Rich Asians. This is our first mm-hmm. one, Haunted mm-hmm. by Chuck Palahniuk. Um, Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, and there's been a wide wide variety of different books. So if you're a reader, I'm sure there's one that you at least have read or want to read. You can listen to us mm-hmm. um, and come join our Discord. I have it set up now. There are. People, there are areas for you to be able to discuss with us. I'll make sure to get the Discord links to everyone here so you guys can hop in and yeah. get involved in your areas. And uh, Dope. Yeah, I I'm love excited. Discord. I'll be nice and chitty chatty. Yeah. So thank you guys, everyone, for watching, whether you're watching live or if you're on any of the other platforms. Make sure to uh, leave a comment. Like and, well. like, like, and <laughs> like and subscribe. Like and subscribe, bro. Like and subscribe. Leave that. I'll hit that notification button. <laughs> no, type F cool. in chat. See what happens. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Later. Bye.